Welcome to Why Not, a podcast for creatives hosted by life coach and musician Jill Morris. That's me. Here, we're creating the life they told you wasn't realistic, we're going full-time with the hobby they said you'd grow out of, and we're throwing away the backup plan. Because why not live the exact life that you truly want? You in? Let's go. Welcome back, friends. So thrilled that you're here. And today we're going to talk about accountability and really self-accountability. Because I know that there's a lot of people out there who want to find an accountability partner or even look to hire me for accountability. And while that certainly is something that happens within coaching, just inherently, like you find yourself holding yourself more accountable. And of course, I check in with you on your goals and what you said you were going to do and how did that go. I think that my thoughts about it and my approach to accountability is probably a lot different than what you're thinking. Like I think that kind of the conventional idea of accountability is either with an accountability partner or with a coach or something, you would check in regularly and the person who is your accountability buddy or your coach would say, okay, did you do the thing? Why not? And it's really from this I don't even know what the energy is, but just this very like perfectionistic, this like if you didn't do it, there's something wrong. There so often it's it's a very shame-inducing space. And I'm not saying that that coaches that offer accountability that they're all doing this. I think this is just kind of a conventional idea of of accountability for a lot of people is I just need someone to tell me what to do. I just need someone to make sure I do my my stuff. Like I I need someone else to be responsible for me is really what's happening, right? Because accountability is accepting responsibility for your own actions. So when you are outsourcing that to someone else and there's nothing wrong with the idea of it. And again, we're just going to talk about my thoughts about accountability and I'll, I'll share that with you. But when you're outsourcing your responsibility for your actions, it's of course not going to be sustainable because then you have to have that person in order to be responsible and to take the action. And that's never the space that I want my clients to be in. Of course, I do hold them accountable in a certain way of just of guiding them to hold themselves accountable. So if you are my client or you are going to be my client, that is what we do is I guide you to hold yourself accountable for your own actions. I have no emotions about you taking an action or not. My my emotions are out of the picture. They're irrelevant. I am there simply to help you achieve what you want to achieve for your reasons. So sometimes my clients will come to me and be like, oh, I didn't do the thing. I'm sorry. And I like, that is not what it is about. And I would hope that even if you had an accountability partner or you work with anyone else for accountability, that that's not the dynamic because it's just not helpful, right? Like if you're going to someone that's meant to hold you accountable and you're saying you're sorry you didn't do something, there's like a shame involved there. And shame is just never going to be motivating. And if someone is then indulging you in that, like, well, it's okay. I mean, let's do better next time. It's just, it feels very gross to me when that's a dynamic. And I want to say right now that I am not here for that. And I don't think that that has to be what accountability is. I think you can hold yourself accountable for your own actions without shame. And I think you can do it whether or not you do the thing. Like it's, it's really just taking responsibility 
for the things that you do or don't do. It's really looking at how am I spending my time and why? Like, that's it. That That's all of it. That's coaching. That's accountability. That's how you spend your time and how you live your life. It's how am I spending my time and why? And do I like that? And, and really taking the shame out of it, taking the perfectionism out of it, and really saying, how do I want to spend my time? Right? So accountability is holding yourself responsible for the things that you're doing. And when you're talking about your own accountability, I think because shame often comes into it, we then get into this space of looking at, okay, what did I do? What didn't I do? And then coming up with excuses for why that happened, which again is outsourcing the responsibility. So it's like, what I see a lot of the time is, okay, I didn't do this thing, but it's because, you know, I had a really long day and I was really tired. Or, okay, I didn't do this thing because traffic was wild and I just couldn't get home on time and then I had to do this thing. Or, okay, I didn't do it because... Uh, you know, my mom called and we had a bad conversation and then I, and then I didn't do it. Whatever the thing is. And listen, those might be valid reason. Like that might be the actual reason, but the way that people are saying it when this is the thing, like, oh, well, this thing happened and so I didn't do it, is still not taking accountability. It's still not taking responsibility for what happened. And I think because we think that if we do, then it'll be our fault and then we will be bad. And that is, again, not the point. Like, you're not bad because you didn't go for a walk or you didn't play guitar or you didn't call your friend or whatever the thing was that you said you were going to do. You're not bad for that. You just didn't do a thing. And maybe it was because you had a call with your mom and you had an argument and it, it put you in a spiral of some past experiences. Whatever the thing was, it's fine. It's fine is is really the thing. And I this is something that I talked about on my stories on Instagram the other day. If you're not following me at Jillifred, J-L-L-I-F-R-E-D, say hello when you follow me. But I talked about this past month, I was a part of a challenge with She Shreds, which is a female and non-binary guitar collective and it was to play one riff a day every day and then you record yourself and you would post it on Instagram and I ended up doing I I played 28 days and I um, shared 27 of them so I didn't do the full 31 days in March and I was talking about this on my stories and kind of like what happened. And the reason that I didn't do the other three days was I had some rough mental health days. And so I shared on my stories, like, I think I was explaining why and my reasoning and that I like my reasoning, which is really it, which is really all all you need to do is just like, what was the reason and do I like it or not? And if I don't, then that's just something to strategize for the future. And it's fine. Like, we, it just is fine. Either way. Whether you like your reasons or not. If I just didn't do it because I didn't feel like it, also okay. It is okay. And if I don't like that reason, then I can say, okay, so what do I want to do next time if I just don't feel like it, but I do want to do it? And that's a conversation that we would have in coaching to strategize that together. But just to say that if that is the reason, like I just didn't do it because I didn't feel like it, okay, Do you like that? 
Now my reason was because I had some rough mental health days and I do like my reason for not playing on those days because my thought process was if I'm having a really rough mental health day and just executive functioning is challenging and, you know, doing anything is really challenging, I want to give myself the grace and compassion to make decisions in the moment, regardless of what I had previously decided. So kind of, you know, my process for how I spend my time is I typically spend some time ahead of time thinking, okay, this is how I want the week to go. This is how I want my day to go. These are the things I'd like to get done. And these are the things that like need to get done for whatever reason. And so my thought process then is, okay, if I'm having a really rough mental health day and things are just, everything feels really challenging it is okay to just make a decision in that moment, in that day, regardless of the plan that I had. And if it's just to do literally nothing, I like that reason because I'm always going to take care of myself first. And it is not more important to me to keep up with something for what would have been like the reason if I had done it that day anyway, it would have been for perfectionism. Because ultimately, like, yes, the goal was to play every single day and that was the challenge and whatever. Ultimately, I did it. Like the 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 underlying reason behind the goal for me was just to have fun, to connect with other guitar players and to grow as a guitar player and, and play more than I had been playing. I did all of those things. So to me, even if I didn't play every single day, which was the goal, I still won. I still got what I wanted out of it. I just didn't play three of those days. So I can take responsibility for the fact that I didn't. I can understand why I didn't do it. And I don't need to shame myself or feel bad about it. And the thing that I said on my story was, I did have this perfectionistic thought of, well, like, you're just consoling yourself. You're just making yourself feel better because you didn't do it. Like, you should just feel bad. You should just feel bad because you should have done it. You could have done it and you didn't do it. So you should have done it. So you should just feel bad now. And it's like, even if that, like the, yeah, I could have, I could have done it. So I should have done it. Even if that's somehow factually true, making myself feel bad about it isn't going to, isn't going to do anything positive. It's not going to do anything forward moving. It's just going to make me feel bad. And then I'm going to have to deal with those feelings, which is fine. Like I can deal with feelings. And of course, like let yourself have your feelings. If you don't do a thing that you said you were going to do for any reason, Feel how you feel about that. I did feel there was a, a piece of me that was disappointed that I didn't do all 31 days. And I was I felt compassion and grace for myself that I know why I didn't. And I support myself in that decision. Even, again, even if I had just not done it because I didn't feel like it, I can feel disappointed that that's how I decided to do it, that that was my decision. And I can stand behind it and just say, yeah, that's what I decided. And now I know that I don't like that reason and I don't have to repeat it. And if I do repeat it, I can give myself compassion because the thing is, like, shame will not motivate you. Sure, sometimes it can motivate you really momentarily. I wouldn't even call it motivation. I would just call it obligation at that point. Like, it can, but it is never going to be a long-term solution and it will always feel bad. And there's another way. And here's the other way. Here's how I keep myself accountable for things is I, whatever the thing is, like, like I said, like playing guitar every day was the goal. And I did do that 28 days out of 31. How did I do that? Well, I asked myself, why do I want to do this? And why don't I? 
And I just kept working through any of the reasons why I didn't and saying, okay, do I like that reason? And if not, like, is there an alternative? Until my list of why do I want to do this was so compelling that I would do it every day. And this sounds a lot more involved than it is. Like, really, it was just on a day when I didn't feel like it, I'd be like, okay, so my reason for not doing it is I don't feel like it. I don't really like that. Can I do it even if I don't feel like it? Like, could that be a reason to do it that I don't need to feel like it? Yeah, okay, I'm gonna do it. Like, it is that simple. Because I already knew all my reasons for doing it. Like, that was decided when I when I chose the goal. I knew why I wanted to do it every day. So really, I just, on a day when I didn't feel like it or there was a reason not to, it was working through that. And like I said, on a day when I had a mental, a rough mental health day, I just decided today's not a day I'm going to work through this list. It's not work I want to do today. And not just because I don't feel like it, because I'm having a rough day. And that's okay. And I think sometimes we equate like chronically feeling tired or chronically not feeling like it as really good reasons that we like just because it felt better in the moment. And that is okay. Like all of it, all of the reasons are okay. And when you really can allow yourself that, it becomes a lot easier to choose to do the thing. But it's just taking the extra moment to say, do I like my reasons for not doing it today? And not for perfectionism, not for shame, not for, you know, the clout of like, I did do it every day. So I'm going to show everybody that I did it every day just to show them that I did it. And that might be really motivating for you. Like that could be a reason that you like, and that's fine. For me, I don't like that reason. Like, I don't want to ever do something just so I can tell people that I did it. I guess maybe there is sometimes in my life where that has motivated me. I'm not going to say never. Okay. I'm not going to say never, but that's not often it. Like I want to have my own internal reasons for doing something. Even if that's a factor, I want to have my own reasons. And I think most of us do. And that's the point of this exercise. Like, why do I want to do it? And why don't I? And there might be days where you like your reasons not to do it. And it might not have anything to do with a rough mental health day. It might be, yeah, today was really busy. There were unexpected things that happened. And so I didn't do it. And like I said before, like, I think a lot of times we'll say excuses and an excuse is just a reason you're not taking accountability for. You're not taking responsibility for. So it's an it's kind of an energetic shift of like the whole day did not go as planned. And so that's why I didn't do it versus the whole day did not go as planned. And so I decided not to do it because that's what I decided. Like it's just taking accountability. I keep saying this. It's taking responsibility for the decisions that you make. And not saying, oh, like I had no, I couldn't decide any differently because of the circumstance. You could have and just own that you didn't and not because it was the wrong choice. I think that's the thing is like, well, I should have decided that I, I should have done it anyway. I should have decided to do it anyway. And so because I didn't, my decision was wrong. Instead of just owning the decision that you made. And then again, Asking yourself, like, do I like that decision? And if not, that's also okay. I can feel my feelings about that. And then I strategize for the future. Even if, like, you know, I could even look at reasons that I liked and still strategize for the future. I could look at, okay, so if I'm having a rough mental health day, do I want to keep deciding, like, those are just days that I don't do anything? Or do I want to strategize? Do I want to think, like, 
maybe this is something I just need to work with and how could I have done it anyway? And you can do this from a space of curiosity and not even like, I'm not dedicating myself to this decision. I'm just going to explore it, which is a wonderful thing to bring to coaching. So if you're my client already, or we are about to be client and coach relationship, bring this to coaching and we will work through this together. You just want to own your reasons why you did something or why you didn't and then decide, do I like that or not? It's okay either way. And do I want to strategize? You also can just say, yeah, that's what I decided and I don't like it and that's fine. That's it. I don't need, uh, that's it. I don't need to look any further into it. It's fine. I just didn't want to do it. It's okay to just not want to do it. It's okay to not feel like it and not do it. It's only a problem when you say, I don't like that. I don't like that I just didn't feel like it. And there were a couple days, a few days in the past month where I just didn't feel like playing guitar. And I did talk to my partner about it. And I was like, I don't really feel like doing it today. And he said, okay, so what are you going to do? And just asking that question invited for me, like in my own mind, I was like, okay, do I like this reason? Do I like that I'm just not going to do it because I don't feel like it? Like, that was just my inherent question to myself when all he said was, so what are you going to do? Because it opened up, like, is this a decision you've made? To me, that's what, that's how I took it was like, did I, am I really making this decision to not do it? And I decided not to. So I did, I decided not to make that decision to not play. So I decided to play that day. And that's all I needed. All I needed was to say, like, is this a decision that I'm making and do I like it? And again, and I have a podcast episode all about positive consequence. I don't think it's called that. I can't remember what it's called. I'll I'll link it in the show notes. But this is how I decide to really do anything. And the way that I think about it is you just want to connect to the positive consequence of why you want to do a thing. And that is the most motivating reason to do it. So like one example that I give is you know, I don't pay my bills because I love paying bills. I pay my bills because the positive consequence, for example, of paying my light bill is that I have lights in my house. And so that is what motivates me to pay my light bill, not the act of paying the bill, not because I like giving them money per se. I like the result of the decision. And that's the positive consequence for me. And so that makes it easy to make that choice. And similarly, like with guitar, the positive consequence is I like playing, I like progressing, I like the consistency of playing regularly. Like I have a lot of reasons why I like to do it. And so when I, when I'm faced with, oh, I don't feel like it, I'm like, okay, well, what are the reasons that I would want to do it? I can always decide not to. And I think that's a really important thing that I offer all of my clients as well is, Anytime you're feeling resistance, giving yourself the option to opt out allows your brain a minute to stop resisting because oftentimes it's only resisting because it feels like it has to. And when you feel like you have to do a thing, the positive consequence doesn't land as well. Like it, it should be a decision. You should allow yourself the decision to do it versus I have to do this. Okay, why? Like, let me find my reasons. You don't have to do anything. I don't have to pay my light bill there are consequences to it. And I like the positive consequence of doing it versus the negative consequences of not doing it. So I will link that podcast, but just to say, like, think about the positive consequences of doing anything, even the dishes. I like having a clean sink. So I like doing the dishes. And then I just ask, like, could I make this fun? 
and I will watch Love Island or, you know, Real Housewives or some reality show or listen to a podcast or something while I do the dishes and it makes it more fun for me. So I truly, at this point in my life, like doing the dishes because I, don't, I just don't have any resistance to it. I like having a clean sink. I like listening to podcasts, watching reality shows. So I don't mind the task that I'm doing while I'm doing that to get to the end result that I enjoy. And, you know, you have your own reasons. Again, like you just want to find your reasons and then own the decisions that you're making. So this is what accountability is. It's really just owning up to the decisions that you're making. It's taking responsibility for the actions that you're taking or not taking and taking shame out of the equation. One other thing I've been really getting into as I've been writing podcast outlines and and thinking about these concepts for you all, I've been looking at, and I think I mentioned this in the last episode, the dictionary definitions of things. And I've said in in the past, I, I do really hate when people are like, well, the dictionary definition of this is, but it's been really interesting for me because you know, I mean, etymology is very interesting to me in general. Like, how did we get to this current understanding of this word? But I do think that like the dictionary definition, which is basically just the collective decision of what that word means, even if we colloquially, oh, I can't say that word, colloquially (laughs) understand it to be something slightly different or whatever it is. Like I said, like how I started the podcast of like, kind of conventionally we think of accountability as like did you do the thing well you should have done the thing like it's just this I don't know like this like workout video like really like harsh workout video instructor energy and maybe that's just how I've thought of it in the past aside from my own definitions maybe you don't which is wonderful I love it for you Uh, But anyway, so I've been looking at dictionary definitions and it's been really interesting because I think it it just highlights some misunderstandings about things and like how things have kind of gotten twisted over time. And it's just been, it's been really interesting. So one thing that I, that I thought of, like, as I said, accountability, the definition is an obligation or a willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's action. I think that's really interesting just because, yeah, sometimes like I think the shame aspect comes into play when we feel obligated to accept responsibility. And it's this, I prefer this like willingness to accept responsibility for your actions and really just say like, why did I do that thing? And allowing the reason to be okay The other thing that I was thinking about in relation to accountability is that I think so often the reason we give excuses for things is that we don't want something to be our fault. And that's why we don't want to take responsibility for the thing, the decisions that we made, right? Like we want to say, oh, it was traffic. It wasn't because I didn't decide to leave on time or that for whatever, like however traffic impacted you, we don't want to take We don't want it to be our fault. We want it to be something else's fault so that we don't have to take responsibility. So we don't have to feel a feeling about it. Like, oh, it was, it was the day's fault. It was how the cards fell. It was traffic. It was the fact that my mom called me, like whatever the thing is. I don't know why, like my mom and I have not been arguing. I don't know why that came up. So maybe someone out there, this is a thing that's happening for you. But one thing that I noticed about the definition of fault was that it has to do with misfortune or an accident was the full definition. It was fault is responsibility 
for an accident or misfortune. And so of course we don't want something to be our fault, an accident or misfortune. And so we're coding all of these things as accidents or misfortunes, like, oh, I was late because of traffic. I was late and that's a misfortune. And it just, it just adds this layer of allowing shame to be a part of it. Like, of course we don't want it, it to be our fault that something really bad happened. And so we're coding all of these things as bad instead of just neutral, like, okay, I was late. Do I want to solve for that? Like, yeah, there might be consequences to being late or there might be consequences to whatever the decision was that I made. And can we allow that to just be okay and strategize and solve for it instead of it just being this really detrimental thing? Like we don't want to, we don't want it to be our fault. And we're, we're adding fault into things that aren't misfortunes a lot of the time instead of just responsibility. Like, yeah, it was just, that was the decision that I made and I take responsibility for it. And here's why. And I like my reasons or I don't like my reasons. And so now I'm going to solve for that. So I just wanted to point that out because I thought that was really interesting. And I'm sure I'll talk more about fault or things like that in the future because that was just kind of a an offshoot of this topic but okay so accountability is just taking responsibility for the things that you're doing or not doing and asking yourself if you like your reasons and allowing the answers to be okay and then if you want to strategizing for the future And all of this is work that I do with my clients. If you are my client, of course, this is what we're talking about. And if you're not yet, book a call with me and let's talk about it. Let's get you doing the things and spending your time the way that you want to and having compassion for yourself. I think this is a skill that we all need to learn if you haven't already to have compassion for yourself for the decisions that you are making, that you have made and really allowing yourself to have your own back and trust yourself and trust that, yeah, this day got away from me. And so I decided not to do this thing. And I'm just going to have my own back about that, even if I don't like it, even if I don't like how that landed or how that happened. I'm just going to have my own back all of the time because that will help me make decisions that I like in the future. So you deserve to honor yourself and have self-compassion. And that can be a part of taking responsibility for the things that you've done or haven't done in your life. And just, can we please, please not shame ourselves because it's not helpful. It's unnecessary. And we can just enjoy our days and how we're spending our time. Like what if you just decided that everything that you do is the right decision And you can always, again, strategize for the future, but without making yourself wrong in the process. Okay, I'm sending you all my love and I'll see you next week. Bye. If you liked this podcast, I want to invite you to work with me one-on-one. It all starts with a consult call where I will show you exactly how the life you really want is inevitable. And then we'll get to work making it so. To book that call, head to the link in the show notes or go to jillifred.com forward slash consult. That's J-I-L-L-I-F-R-E-D.com forward slash consult and choose the day and time that works best for you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.